This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Time for the two-minute drill. The two-minute drill. The two-minute drill. Okay, Dan, there was a lot of movement with the roster. They don't need to get into the weeds too much. They claimed six players, and then after doing so, they also got a receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. What can you tell us about him? Listen, David, we're, we are at uh, less than 10 days from the season opener, and more than 10% of their roster has overturned this week, right? Like The 53-man roster has seven guys who didn't go through a single practice uh, before this week started. That's crazy, That's right? That there, are, crazy. there are some out there that think that, hey, uh, this is going to be a, a, a victory, right? Like this was a huge week scouring the waiver claim where I would just caution everyone to say that if you need to claim six bodies off the waiver wire on the final days of August, your roster is certainly not at a ready-made place to be a consistent competitor. That said, Ryan Poles was was very forward in his press conference in saying he was going to be relentless in pursuing additional talent for this roster in trying to get Justin more help. He said he was going to be aggressive when he needs to get aggressive. He was going to be conservative when he needs to be conservative. There's another piece here that they can play around with now and try to figure out a fit within this offense. And we'll see where they take this thing. Look, the injuries have bitten the Bears receiving core throughout the month. They need to find answers for Justin Fields. Now you've got a chance to take a look at another guy and and, and Justin's got to figure out what, what does this feel like to me? How do I develop timing with a guy I haven't thrown a practice pass to uh, in the entirety of, of my time as a Chicago Bear? It's another wrinkle in this whole storyline. It's something that is is by necessity as the Bears try to find more weapons for that offense. Alex Leatherwood was discarded by the Raiders, a 17th overall pick, six picks after Justin Fields in the 2021 yeah. NFL draft. And I wonder what they have in him. He lined up initially at right tackle. That would mean he might be in competition with Larry Borum. Maybe he can play guard. He has... Uh, some options. Uh, I don't think Ryan Poles limited those options when he spoke about the young man. He's raw, but he also won the Outland Trophy at Alabama. His pedigree is strong, Dan. I wonder what they have in Alex Leatherwood. Look, this is the kind of dice roll you take when you're in this position that the Bears are in. You can you can make this gamble, right? You're picking up like $6 million in guaranteed salary, and that's the only thing that is is at risk for you, is, is money that you have to spend, right? And you're taking that chance on a guy, as you mentioned, who was a top 20 pick, an Outland Trophy winner, obviously has skills within him. I thought it was notable for Ryan polls to go out of his way on Thursday to say the belief in the coaching staff and the belief in in this group's ability to develop players is something that allows you to make a move like this with confidence. 
it was notable when Alex Leatherwood met with the media on Thursday afternoon in the locker room, just how much his head was spinning. You go, you think about where he was, right? Like 48 hours earlier. And then sometime on Wednesday afternoon, you find out that you've been picked up by the bears and you've got to book a flight. And then you've got to get into Chicago around midnight. And then the next morning, you got to take a physical and then you got to go meet your coaches, your new teammates. He was asked by, by one reporter, who have you latched onto uh, that's going to help you with this? He's like, bro, I just got here. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Driver. I don't know anyone. Right. Yeah. Like th- there's no one to latch onto yet because I I'm still trying to figure out where I am and how to get my feet on the ground. And so that's part of this equation, right? There's going to be a timeline for Alex Leatherwood to get up to speed with what the bears want. It's hard to say when he'll be potentially available to them to actually get on the field and meaningful game action. But at the very least, you've got a guy that Chris Morgan, the offensive line coach and that staff can get their hands on and try to figure out what's in there. And, and Oh, by the way, Austin King, the assistant, uh, offensive line coach yeah. was with the Raiders. So there's right. in, in the building intel that, that should make the transition a little easier for Leatherwood. It's still going to be difficult and should give the Bears a little bit of information on what they're working with. I kept waiting for him when asked about some of the struggles he encountered as a rookie with the Raiders to say, hey, man, what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> That's the catchphrase, right? And you know it as well as anyone. You yeah, were just right. there last exactly. month. And then, like, I'm, I still don't know what you did out there for a couple of days. And <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're going to tell me anytime no, soon. No, I don't think so. <laughs> last thing about, I have about today, about this week, is that, okay, enough with the bottom of the roster, the top of the roster. You asked a really good question about David Montgomery. And I think there's some curiosity about a guy that has been largely overlooked. He's entering the final year of his contract. Oh, yeah, by the way. Like Roquan Smith, by the way. And I think this offense, I don't know if the outside zone blocking scheme is ideal for his running style, but we'll find out. This offense may be good for his pass catching skills. David Montgomery is somebody that I don't know where the expectations are heading into the season. Dan, what do you think? Well, first of all, I want to uh, give you credit for crowning the NFL's catchphrase for the transition from August to September. Enough with the bottom of the roster. Let's talk about the top of the roster, right? We've officially made that transition yeah. into September right. where now we can fully focus our, our, our efforts on the top of the roster. It's interesting because David Montgomery is one of those pieces that is valuable to you as a runner. But he's as valuable to you in the locker room as a guy that is is one of these culture guys, right? With tone setting guys that other people follow. Now, as a general manager, you have the obligation of figuring out what that's worth to you in your future championship building efforts and what the timeline is. And so Ryan was noncommittal in, in kind of giving us any thoughts on, on where he is with the position in general. I think it's interesting that during his time in Kansas city, the, the backfield of the chiefs went through a number of different Jamal evolutions, right? It, it, Jamal Charles was a longtime star there who, who signed a, a, a big contract. And then you got into the stage that's, that's more like the modern NFL where you get turnover every year or every two years where you, you pay a young, guy and, and obviously Kareem Hunt had his best years in his first couple of years and left town there for, for different circumstances, obviously, which made them pivot in other directions. But he's going to have a choice, Ryan Poles is, at the end of the season on what he wants to do with David Montgomery. A lot of it is going to depend on what David shows within this offense and what he shows his value is to, to the guys around him. It's fascinating, right? Because I, I don't think you go out and you pay huge money for a running back, particularly when you have a stable of guys like Khalil Herbert and Tristan Ebner behind him who can step up at a moment's notice. But but I also don't think you ever want to discard guys that mean a lot to your culture and mean a lot to the heartbeat of what your locker room is. And so it's going to be a, a challenging Rubik's cube, I think, for, for Ryan Poles in the months ahead. And what did you what did you think of, of kind of his response to that to that back and forth? Well, if I were David Montgomery, I would have wanted to hear a more rousing endorsement for my place in this culture, on this team, in this organization. 
And maybe Ryan Poles isn't in a position to do that yet with maybe anybody. Maybe he wants to, except for Justin Fields and maybe the rookies that he drafted and he values so much. But I don't know that David Montgomery, if he was waiting for validation, I think he's still waiting. And I don't want to over, you know, react to that. But I, I think that we both agree that you make some good points. He comes, Ryan Poles comes from an organization that where the running back wasn't the focal point of the offense yeah. and were, they were deemed somewhat interchangeable. I do think that's probably the direction and maybe the feeling overall, if you had to ask me to check a box, will David Montgomery be you know, offered a long-term contract extension? Yes or no, here as we sit here at the beginning of September, I'd lean toward no, only because of the other needs, only because of where they are deficient on the roster. So I thought it was a very interesting question because it implied that there's much more to it than just the answer. No question. And, and, and to your point, you're going to have to allocate resources to the wide receiver position yeah. at some point in your life. Like if you're going to make Justin Fields the best quarterback, he can be in the NFL. You better get him a star at some point. Uh, I know you and I talked on, on the radio on 670, the score earlier in the week about a guy that might be on the radar for the 2023 draft. JSN, get those initials down. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Ohio State yeah. receiver, former Watch teammate him. of Justin Fields, playing Watch Notre Dame this Notre weekend. Dame, uh, Saturday night against the Irish in the horseshoe. Well, that's a different podcast. That's a different show. <laughs> 